It's time to ask yourself, do you prioritize your own self-care? How do you handle mom guilt? What if you could create systems in your life to better manage all the things and finally make yourself a priority? Lucky for you, my friend Chelsea Joe is here. From overwhelmed and burned out mama to coach for working moms, Chelsea Joe teaches how to take complicated struggles with children, marriages, housework, and jobs to functional systems that make navigating all the things a breeze. Her Systemize Your Life podcast shares detailed steps on how moms can run their life and maintain their purpose. Her purpose-driven work is to make a change to the way women care for themselves and each other. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholes, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy. You can connect with me over at bossladyinsweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And I'm really, really excited about today's topic because it's a topic that we're all familiar with, but I I know for a fact, especially as a mompreneur, it's a topic that we don't do enough. So I want to welcome my friend Chelsea to the show. Welcome, Chelsea. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, Chelsea, before we dive into self-care for mompreneurs, I want you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your business. All right. Well, thank you so much for bringing me into your community. I am so excited to be reaching more mompreneurs. I, my name is Chelsea and my company is chelseajoe.co and I am on a mission to help mothers understand that they can change the culture, the current culture of motherhood by learning to care for themselves as they do everyone else and everything else in their life. So I have a podcast called Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe that allows other moms to have the tools and resources they need, the systems they need in their life to be able to take care of themselves as they were created to so that they can in turn be a better mother, a better business owner, a better wife, a better friend, a better community member. So and that is me and what I do in a nutshell. <laughs> that's awesome. And I'm so glad that you provide that podcast because there are so many business opportunities out there and so many mompreneurs that are just striving to provide so much for their families, but they're, they have a lot on their shoulders, right? We wear multiple mm-hmm. hats in our lives. So let's dive in. Why do you think moms have such a hard time prioritizing their own self-care? You know, I think this question runs really deep and I think it is very deep rooted in the history of women. And I could go on and on and on about that, but I'm going to just bring it to modern day culture and say, I think that no one has ever taught us to do anything other than that. I don't think anyone has ever taught us to take care of themselves, to take care of ourselves. And I think now As moms, we not only want to be moms, but we want to and sometimes have to contribute to our families. And so we take on work 
but no one else is helping us understand how to do the work in our homes and the work out of our homes. So I think it is incredibly hard for us to see the benefit of caring for ourselves as women when we have all of these other things that have to be done. It's very hard for women to flip the script and see that if they started taking care of themselves, they would be able to do their job, to run their businesses, to create more ideas and be more effective and efficient in the work that they're bearing the weight of every day. And I love how you brought up the fact of like history of women, because I know growing up, it's like, I watched my mom do it all, give, give, Mm -hmm. give. And I think women are just taught that over and over and over to be the nurturer, to be the giver and never be the taker. And Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's this negativity with the term taker, but we do need to take time for ourselves. So how do you handle, because here's the next thing, because we're not prioritizing self-care because we associate it with mom guilt. And I know I'm guilty of that. Like if Mm -hmm. I step away for 10 minutes and sit in my bed and just want to dive into a book, you know, and then my youngest comes, you know, walking in and what are you doing? There's an immediate guilt. And it's like, how do I get past that? Because he's just asking what I'm doing. He could probably care less. He's just going to go do his own thing. But there's an immediate like, I should be with you. I should be giving you something. You need my attention all the time. How do you handle mom guilt? Like that is my biggest struggle. And I know every mom out there struggles with it. We do. I struggle with it because of the schemas that I was given as a young girl, even as a, a, a woman, even still, I, I was told that my place was to be a mom, that I had to learn to be a good cook, that I had to be a nurturer, that I had to do all these things. I've been told that my whole life. My mother gave up her entire life for her children. And I, I watched what that turned into. I saw the struggles that that was. And we get this mom guilt from what other people tell us we're supposed to be doing. But the reality is, is that if you learn how to be efficient and effective with what you're doing, it allows time for you to take care of yourself. You don't have to feel overwhelmed by all of the work that you're doing, all the house chores, all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the relationship building, all of the fixing and all of that, and then say, well, I don't have enough time for self-care. Creating systems is how I remove my guilt. I make sure that everything that I want to accomplish every single day, my marriage comes first in that, my relationship with my creator comes before my marriage, right? And then there's my children and then there's the gifts that I'm giving to the world and the the community around me. And I've prioritized them like that. And I make sure that I have a plan written down on paper and I have a system to getting those in place every single day so that when they're done, I can relieve the guilt that everyone else says I'm supposed to feel because I've checked those boxes that the world tells me I'm supposed to check. And guess what? (laughs) Now it's time for me. (laughs) I made time for me and I'm okay with that because maybe it's the fact that I've rationalized, okay, I've done all the other things that people tell me I'm supposed to do. So now I can take care of myself. And I think it started that way. And then it eventually morphed into, wait a minute, this actually is making me be a better mom. Like just before I hopped onto this podcast this morning, I knew what my day looked like. And I knew that I had an hour carved out to be very intentional with my child. And then I was checking out. 
someone else is, my husband's putting my child to bed. They're doing afternoon things. I'm not there for that. And I could feel guilty about that, but I don't because I sat down and I spent extremely intentional eye contact, no technology time with my kiddo before I got here. And that is what I've decided that I need and what's best for me and my family. And it removes that guilt. The other thing that I want to say about how to get rid of guilt is or how to deal with it, I guess, because I think the guilt is always going to be there. I don't think you can get rid of it because it's that voice and that committee of people that we keep in our minds and they keep trying to object and get in our way of doing things that we were created to do. And I truly, truly believe in the gifts that women have. And I think when we hold ourselves back from obtaining them because we're so bogged down by, oh, well, what's my mom going to think when she finds out I have a job and I'm not a stay-at-home mom anymore? What's my mom going to think when I tell her, I love going to work and getting away from my kids. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that in front of her. And what are the women at church going to think whenever I tell them that I do A, B, and C? And what is my husband going to say when I ask him to do dinner for me one night this week? Like all of those things, I realize that I'm worth so much more than all of those doubts that I have. And I don't have to feel guilty about it. My husband loves the woman that I am so much more when I relieve those voices and that pressure of mom guilt in my mind. Yeah, I was asked that same question on a panel once, and I, I feel very strongly about that question, if you can't tell. Well, and it's <laughs> yeah. funny that you bring that up about almost worrying about what other people think. And this is something that I'm working on now. I feel that women almost look for external validation for what they mm -hmm. do. And you almost need to flip the switch and look for internal validation. I need right. to feel good about what I do and not worry about if my, what my mom thinks about me not liking to cook or not cooking <laughs> a three course meal, you know, Monday through Every Sunday. Every night of the week. <laughs> right. Not me, you know, and I felt guilty right. for a long time. I finally was like, I don't like to cook. It's not who I am. It would stress me out trying to make these fabulous meals. And I would be upset if my kids didn't like it. So now it's, we just choose things that we like to eat. And once in a while, maybe I'll cook, but I don't really cook anymore. And I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's a, that's a really valid point because we do want other people to notice us because we're so busy serving everyone else all the time. And so we try and do it in ways that we think are in their mind worthy of validation. And I think it just takes a little bit of tenacity to jump outside of that and explore what that's going to look like for your family. And women, all of you mompreneurs are going to see and you're going to realize that once you venture out into the world of what you think everyone else wants you to be doing and you just give yourself a week even to say, screw the mom guilt, let's try something different. <laughs> you're going to realize that you don't actually feel all that guilty because the internal validation is so real. You're going to start feeling so much better about the woman that you are, about the business that you're putting your time and energy into, and it all makes it so worth it. So let me ask you, Chelsea, what is the number one way you believe moms can begin to really care for themselves because it's so easy to say, oh, you know, make time for yourself, self-care. And we know that. But what is that first step to get there? 
I think the first step for sure to getting there is a hard look at what is not working in your life right now. You can't just stick a band-aid over something and trudge along. You have to understand what's broken, what needs to be fixed in order to truly care for yourself. There's a kitschy kind of cool way to talk about self-care right now. And self-care is important and it can look like a bath and it can look like a facial scrub and it can look like a massage and getting your nails done. But I truly believe that in order for women to start caring for themselves, they have to sit down and look at what's not working in their life. So that way they can build on how to fix it and how to start caring for themselves. Ooh, I love that. That was really good. And I want to go back to something you said earlier when we talked about mom guilt, because you talked about creating systems. And I'm sure we have a lot of listeners go, oh, creating systems. What does Chelsea mean by that? So can you give us maybe one or two examples of what systems that you've put in place that has helped you incorporate more self-care for yourself? Yeah, the, the hard and fast systems that I have in my life are systems that create efficiency so that there is time in my day to care for myself. So start with clarifying that. Those systems look like my morning routine. They also look like my nighttime routine. They look, uh, I have an amazing system that is for meal planning because typically moms are, I would almost say 90% of the time, they're in charge of getting food on the table, knowing what's going on, right? Yeah, My let's all raise our to hands that to one. that. Right. So I have a system that every single week I do, and I spent years trying to figure out this system. And it's not like anything new. It's a, it's a menu board and it's meal cards that everyone in the family loves these meals. And we keep all of our meal cards there. It's like an index card. And I keep all of these in an old fashioned recipe box. And so when I sit down on the weekend to plan out what meals we're going to have for the week, I have a, a Rolodex, literally like a Rolodex of meals that everyone loves. I don't need to like sit on Pinterest for two hours every Sunday trying to figure out what meals are we going to have this weekend. I pull a card out of my recipe box and I stick it on Monday night, the clip on Monday night. And I have Monday through Sunday every week. And then on the back of that card, is all the ingredients that you need to make that meal. So then there comes your grocery list and you literally go to the grocery store, you get your meals, you come home, you put it in the fridge, right? So these are the systems that I have in place so that I'm not working so hard to do things that could be incredibly simple. Yeah. I'm stealing that idea, Chelsea, because <laughs> I am one of those moms that sits down and says, okay, we have nothing for dinner. I need to go to the store. And I do, I sit on Pinterest for two hours and I go, ooh, that looks good. And then you go to the, the ingredients and you don't even know what half the ingredients are. And I'm going, what? I've just wasted 40 minutes of my time and I still don't have one single recipe. And then at that point, I'm just like, well, you're getting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, and I'm so stressed out about it, right? <laughs> It's so sad. It's so sad. I have a whole podcast episode and a blog post dedicated to that meal planning system. I have the menu cards on my website because I, if that is the only thing that the world gets from me, it should be to put this meal plan system into your life. I'm not 
exaggerating at all. I spend two hours in total every week. That includes going to the grocery store, planning my meals, and knowing what we're having for dinner. It, the system, we could talk about that another day, but those are the kinds of systems that they've changed my life. They've changed my life. Sundays, I, we, I used to go to the grocery store on Sundays and now I go on Saturdays so that Sunday can be a day that is available for me to take care of myself. Now I don't have to spend the entire day trying to figure out what I'm going to feed my family the whole weekend because I have this system in place. That is awesome. And for our listeners, I know every single one of them are wondering what is her meal system and what episode is this? So don't worry. I am going to find that episode from Chelsea's podcast and I'm going to put that in the show notes because I'm sitting here writing down meal cards on my piece of paper because I need to do this. <laughs> yeah, I think it's episode number eight. Okay, I will make sure. It's so here's my next question. What are your fundamental needs and how did you determine what they are? Because I know a lot of women are probably thinking, yes, I need to take care of myself. So once you take a hard look, then how do you determine, like, how do you, you know, start that process of this is what I'm going to do on like a weekly basis? Yeah, that's a great question. And that too is another system that I developed because I think systems create habit and that is inevitably what we want. We want these things to be habitual and without a system getting from where we are now into a new habit, it becomes so daunting that we never really get there. I have a workbook that is specifically designed to help women sit down and look at what their fundamental needs are because so many moms a, we're never taught it from their moms or from their grandmas. We're not taught it in our community and in our culture. And so when we sit down and say, okay, yeah, I need to take care of myself, but where, where do I begin? Who am I? I'm lost. I'm a mom. I'm a laundry doer. Mm -hmm. I'm a laundry doer. Like that's what I am. So they sit down with this workbook and it helps them assess in every category of their life being their finances, their spiritual, emotional, mental their relationship with their spouses, how they are as a parent. And I have a specific question that's geared to get their mind going and thinking. And then they have to rate how they feel based on the question from discouraged all the way over to encouraged. And right in the middle, there's an answer that looks like meh, kind of, uh, I don't know how I feel about that, you know? Um, so one of the questions on the workbook says, when you think about your finances, when you do anything, have a conversation, make an exchange with your money, how does that make you feel? Discouraged? Meh. Or encouraged, right? And so you rate how you're feeling and all of these fundamental aspects and core values within our lives to find out where we need the most work. Where do we really need to be focusing our time and energy? And for most of us, we're probably really rocking it in one area. And we're probably really, really lacking in another area. Well, I do have a question um, as far as discovering the fundamental needs. Do you find when you work with a lot of mompreneurs that women get stuck on beginning their self-care process because they have an issue with their own self-worth? I do. I think that they avoid these hard questions because they're hard questions. They make you grapple with the reality of what you're doing in your life. And not all, but I know a lot of women choose to get lost in their work 
and spend a lot of their time there. And that's, that's not gender-based. I think men do the same thing. But I do believe that mompreneurs, because of how hard it is to be responsible for children and a home and have a job, they really like getting lost in work because it's hard to figure out how they're going to meet the needs of all the demands that are placed on them every single day. And knowing that there's value in who you are and who you were created to be just as you are, and you're allowed to start there, you're allowed to grow incrementally little teeny tiny steps day by day. You're allowed to do that. You don't have to be encouraged in every aspect of your life from the very get-go. You're allowed to start from ground zero. And that's what I tell moms. It's okay that you're starting here. It's okay that you're 40 and you're starting here. It's okay that your kids are in junior high and you're starting here. It's better than being 50 and starting here. You know, I do see that these are hard questions for women that have never taken the time and I just would encourage you to do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough for opening our eyes to not only just talking about self-care, but like you said, taking a hard look at what you're doing every single day and figuring out what's not working because that's really the number one place to start. So before we end our show, I want to really make sure that our listeners connect with you make sure they listen to the meal planning episode and I want them to get their hands on this workbook. So where can they find you? You can find me at chelseajoe.co. You can also find me on Instagram at chelseajoe.co and my links are all in my Instagram bio. You can find my workbook there and it's a free download. It will help you establish the fundamental needs that you should be putting in your life every single week. That's how I established mine. That's how I know what I need to do every week to care for myself. And you can absolutely have that in your life too. So come over to Instagram, hang out with me. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode and walked away with value, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. This would make my day. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Allison Shoals or grab some freebies over at bossladyandsweatpants.com. Take care. I'll see you next time.